rent to rent. Uh, rent to rent, yeah. I give it a three star. I, you, you convinced me on the rent to rent, but I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, you know, for me, rent to rent, um, you, you get to do all the work and it's great for, for cash flow, for getting money every month, but it's not, you know, property is not just about that. It, you, you need the three uh, or four ways to, to make money in property. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll just quickly mention that. Um, so there's your rental that you need to make income on, right? Then there's your appreciation. So your property value goes up over time. So you're making money uh, in that. You're making money because you're, if you have a bond, your tenants are paying off your bond, right? So you're making money again from reduced bond amount. And then you also make money from tax benefits, right? So that also puts money back into your pocket. But if you just do rent to rent, you only get one out of the four as a benefit. And I think for that reason, I have to agree with you that the, the three stars is, is definitely appropriate. Um, it's very easy to get, much easier to get into it and, and that sort of thing. But I think that, you know, if we really property investors, this for me is making money, but, and it's a, it's a strategy to make money out of property, but it's not a true, true property investment strategy because you're only earning one out of those four income streams that is available in property. 100%. But I want to jump in there, Reta, and mention the fact that for me, uh, I would then turn around and say, uh, as a newbie um, who's testing to see, is property for me, I would like to give rent to rent strategy a five star because you're mm. getting into the, into the thick of stuff, you're learning how to do it with no strings attached. And if you don't like it and if property is not for you, because, you know, some people are around, there's many ways of passive income. You know, we, we have just chosen property, but there's so many ways, right? Yeah. Um, well, we have chosen property, but I've chosen property and books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. so, so on that alone, um, so for a newbie, someone who's starting off a rocky, they can go and rent out a house and there's no strings attached if it doesn't really work out for them they they can see property it's not it's not for me would, would you agree with me there yeah definitely i think it's it's a good way to to figure out if if this is what you if this is what you want to do and i think even if you want even if you do do property um you know, to jump into something where you're going to have to be hands-on, this is a good way to test that out if you are that hands-on type of person. Um, otherwise, rather do some of the more passive strategies and not the hands-on ones. Um, because I can get very irritated with tenants very quickly. And if they call me on a Saturday or Sunday night and I'm like, uh-uh, guys, uh-uh. Christmas Day, I'm like, no, <laughs> dealing with this. So, um, so I I like to to um, you know do strategies where I don't have that. So students, that's actually quite nice because you know generally they're home on on, on those days, so you don't really have um, 
December holidays with them, except if you're crazy like me and then do Airbnb in December, but that's a different story for another day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think that it's a good strategy for people to test it out. Good. You want to jump and you can just cancel and you don't have to sell and you didn't have all the big costs and all of that. 100%. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want to jump into the advantages and disadvantages? Yeah, let me go into that. So I think there's uh, rentals, you know, there's still lots of demand. Um, so in terms of rent to rent, what makes it work is that you rent it out and you get a, an approval from the landlord to sublet the property, okay, to other people. Now, you need to go, you're going to pay as a single tenant, okay? And you're kind of guaranteeing the rent to that landlord. And you are going to sublet it to multiple tenants. So, so in effect, it's a, um, it's kind of a, a, a room letting or a student rental, or it turns into one of those things by default because, or Airbnb, where you do a daily, um, a daily rate, a nightly rate or whatever for people. So, so you have to go from something that has a lower income in terms of long-term rental and make it a shorter or a higher density income for students or something like that. So you have to, number one, convince the landlord that it's a good idea to do that. Um, it's, I really thought it would be difficult. That was my main objection in my head about why this can't work in the beginning until I realized that if you look for properties like this in student accommodation areas those guys don't want to deal with students but they know they can make money in that area and that it is a student area but they're tired of dealing with NASPERS and universities and students and all of that painful stuff so they would rather let you give them a stable monthly income in rental and they are okay if you rent it out to students um, and I'll talk about a deal where, where I did exactly that um, it's obviously the management portion of it um, you can't really outsource that because now that's your income right that's actually where, where you're making a, a big chunk of of the money so you there's not really a lot of space to to outsource that to anybody and for the same reasons as before um, your student rental and, and so on you can't really outsource that in the first place right then your profit margins are, are high if you do it right so that's quite nice um, easy to find the units uh, it's like a medium difficulty for beginners I would say um, just in terms of because of the rental and the hands-on part of it okay in terms of your trying it out, it's still a, a good strategy. You just, the tricky bit will just be to make sure that you lose as little as possible if you have to cancel. So you just need to make sure that your, your rental agreement and your cancellation terms for your rental agreement is, um, is flexible and you can cancel without uh, too big a penalty and, you know, your deposit you're going to lose probably, but... Um, you know, so that's just something to, to look out for. Um, maintenance and that sort of stuff is done by the landlord. Obviously, if you break anything, you have to fix it, but that is standard. But, you know, oh, crap, the internet is down. Actually, I don't need to deal with that. I call the landlord. Hello, your internet is down. <laughs> fix it. 
and they do, you know, so that, that's quite nice. Um, vacancy again, because we're doing multi-let, so you're getting the, the benefit of not a total loss of income. You need a much lower initial capital uh, for, that, for that property. Um, if, yeah, it, again, I, I think that kind of depends because if you're renting something and you're going to sublet it uh, to tenants as furnished accommodation, uh, by the way, you can actually also do single rental, rent to rent, um, and then just furnish it and rent it out as furnished accommodation because you can get more rental from furnished accommodation than non-furnished accommodation. So you're renting as non-furnished, renting out as furnished maybe to corporate clients, right? Um, corporate long-term clients, if you, if you have those connections. So in that instance, um, obviously you, you will need that money to, to furnish and for your deposit. So that's generally what you will need, but it's not like you have transfer fees and deposits that the bank might want and renovation costs and all of that crap. So you don't need all of that. So it's a lot less initial capital that, that will be required. And the exit is easier if it doesn't work. So you can cancel and um, hopefully in this time you've made enough money to cover any potential um, losses from cancellation if you can hang on there long enough. Right, and then obviously the last um, one which I've spoken about already is just that you, you're only going to benefit from, from the rental. You're not really going to benefit from the, from the other options, uh, in, uh, income streams that you can have. So this is a, an example of a property that we rented out. This is here in Cape Town. And I had an overflow of students and I didn't know what to do with them. And I, I definitely did not want, I didn't have time to go and um, buy furniture and things like that. So we found this property and the, the owner of it was trying to rent it out. He had two or three students, but you know, he's a big guy actually. And he wasn't really interested anymore to manage students and this sort of thing and, and that he had much better, less um, effort intensive clients that, that uh, tenants that he was, man you know, that's bringing in money. So he didn't really want to do students anymore. So we said to him, okay, cool. Can we rent out your place? And in, initially when I started doing rent to rent, I would rent out the, the whole place. And then it's up to me to fill it. And then I got clever and I said, hell no, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm paying you per bed. So if a student, if I, and, and it's only, and because this person was doing student accommodation to start off with, um, he knows that students come and go, right? So even some of these students are short course students, so they'll only be there for four months or six months, and then they'll leave again. So um, we were basically paying two and a half thousand rands per bed per month for this place. And, and we're literally renting per bed. Uh, and we can then, if they move in, say in July, then I pay for July. If they move out in September, I only pay until September. So I only pay for the months that they are actually there which is really cool because I don't have to, number one, rent out the whole place. I'm only renting per person. Um, so I don't have to 
uh, obviously I'm pressured to fill it out because I want to get more money, but in terms of my expenses, I, I don't have that. So that was quite cool. And then I'm renting it out for four and a half thousand per bed. And um, I've also negotiated it so that um, I'm only paying 1,000 rands per person per month now during this time. And then when, uh, because again, because these guys were doing students already, they know how bursary and NASFIS payments and all of that stuff works. So they know that. So I then said, I will pay you the balance of this, the other one and a half thousand rands when I get payment in December or November or whenever from the bursaries. And they agreed to that. And um, we can now literally just go crazy and put students in here. And that works out to a very nice, there was no deposit. Uh, we didn't have to, to give a deposit, but we did have to obviously then um, do an agreement that we will, um, if anything breaks and, you know, they've got quite a, a strict um, house rule policy about breakages and cleaning and painting and all of that stuff. So it's just, uh, we have our, we, we take deposits from the students, but we didn't have to pay a deposit to him. So that helped uh, a lot as well. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and again, um, we've put on a rent-to-rent -rent course that's available for 497, and that rent-to-rent -rent is not predominantly for student accommodation, but you can literally do a rental and rent for whatever the use of the property is. You know, So each mm -hmm. property comes through with its own use. So if you're looking for student accommodation, whatever place that you are renting out, does it... Does it have consent to utilize for student accommodation? And that course there is available for you for the members only for four nine for four nine seven. All right. I did say that we we you know at first I, I was not fond of this at all, and you know, um, but we're now doing it. We're renting some places out, and um, it's adding up to our balance, uh, our income statement, obviously, which helps us obviously with the bank. So there's other benefits that you get you know, from rental. Obviously, your cash flow increases as well. Um, okay, good stuff. 